Hey, everybody. If you've been looking for love at first sight, it's closer than you think. It can be found at your local shelter. So this June 7th to June 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more and see full terms and conditions. Hey and welcome to The Short Stuff. I'm Josh. There's Chuck. It's just the two of us again. We uh, can let it all hang out. Because <laughs> Jerry's not around. Um, we're just a couple of dudes hanging out in our bathrobes talking <laughs> about Gibtown, the town in Florida near Sarasota and Tampa, where the people who lived in the circus or the carnivals went to live when they weren't working. Let's go. Uh, quick story since we've on a short stuff, I'll make it 20 seconds. Okay. I, I got out of the shower today and I almost went and put on a suit just to walk into the kitchen and make Emily laugh, <laughs> Right. but it wasn't worth the effort. So I was like, I told her the joke and said, so just imagine I did that. <laughs> right. That's good enough. <laughs> uh, so Gibtown, yeah, we did a show, uh, an episode on circus sideshows, mm-hmm. uh, way back and it's a really good one. And uh, I know that uh, we'll talk about this a little bit in this episode, but um, these things can very much seem like exploitation of people with disabilities. And on one hand, they certainly were. Sure. But on the other hand, we found out through research, uh, a lot of these people, it was the only way they could make money. A lot of them found love and community. Mm-hmm. And so it is very much something that is is in the gray area Uh as far as, you know, when this was going on. So I just wanted to right. throw that out there. I think that was really good, Chuck, because I remember our, um, what did we call them, sideshow performers? Or did we, was Freaks used in the title of that episode? I don't remember. I don't think we did. But it was a really good one. And I remember I just saw Freaks, the 1930 movie, the other day. And apparently um, a lot of people from Gibtown who hadn't settled there quite yet but soon would were in that movie as well. Yeah, for sure. So um, we're talking about Gibsonton, Florida, which is uh, near Tampa, and it is on the uh, Alfia. I'm sorry, the Alafia or the Alafia River. Do you know which one it is? No, I no. I I hang out on the east side when I'm down there. That's west side. <laughs> we don't we don't get along very well. Well, I see you flashing your West Side yep. s- sign. So. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't even see me, and you you knew that I did that when I said West Side, and it was all jumbled too. Like it's just basically all fingers were splayed on each hand, and then I put it up against my chest, as if <laughs> that know, says anything. I've been recording a lot of these uh, Skype things now with Movie Crush, and mm-hmm. I always do video, and they're always surprised when they ask about us, and I'm like, we don't do video, mainly because my notes get in the way. But I was like. After this long, all I need is that guy in my ear holes. Sure. A little bit of this. <laughs> right up in your ear. That's, That's all, all you I need, need, man. Yeah. <laughs> so Gib, uh, Gibsonton, if you went to that town in the 1950s and walked around a bit, you would think, what is going on here? There are lions and tigers in that backyard. Oh, my. There is a restaurant run by uh, an eight-foot-tall man and his wife, a woman with no legs. Yeah. And uh, there's Lobster Boy, and there is uh, Monkey Girl. Mm-hmm. And these are all sort of the unfortunate names given to them on their sideshow tours. Yes, yeah, sometimes by their adopted parents, who would be the um, promoters, the sideshow or circus promoters, who basically 
had legally adopted them. And in some cases, that was actually a step up for, you know, some of the uh, the kids. But, um, yes, if you did walk around what, what came to be called Gibtown, um, you, it, it did seem a little different. I mean, just the fact that people had, like, monkeys and elephants and lions and tigers in their backyard, that's a pretty that's a bit different than most other towns. The sideshow rides parked in people's driveways, that's a little different too. And apparently this town was that way because it was first settled by um, the the giant and the half-woman, they called themselves, but their names were Al and Jeannie uh, Tomaini, which is great. Jeannie Tomaini, it, it just rolls off the tongue. <laughs> yeah, that's great. But they first showed up there in the 30s, and I guess they just basically said, hey, everybody, this this place is kind of cool. We're not judged. We're not treated differently, and the town's actually kind of neat. And eventually the town or the county, Hillsborough County, passed an ordinance that said you can have things like carnival rides in your driveway or elephants in your backyard um, be, if you are a carnival or, or circus performer. Yeah, I think they got the notion that it was a pretty sleepy little town. And in the 1960s, they had about 100 actual sideshow performers and about a 1,000 carnies that would live there when, you know, it just became a friendly place for them all to live. And they were all kind of like a big family, so they congregated there. Mm-hmm. And, and I think the town was like, you know what? These are great residents. They pay their uh, state taxes. Wait a minute. It's Florida. Right. That, that's why they're living here. There are no state taxes. <laughs> Although I don't know if that was the deal back then, but, or has it always been the deal? I don't even know. I don't know. I know there's no state income tax, but there's like the property taxes are much higher. Like they make it up in other ways for sure. Right. They get they, they get you one way or the other. That, that elephant tax is really steep. <laughs> but they realized, hey, we could use these residents and they're only here part time, if you know what I'm saying. So that's kind of great too. Mm-hmm. And so they've made, like you said, these business ordinances that made it uh, kind of a friendly place for carnies. Yep. So I say we take a break and come back and talk a little more about Gibtown. Let's do it. All right, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. Because in Monopoly Go, you can team up with your friends for timed tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. It's very nice. That's right. And the more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. I'm talking about unique stickers that you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, or hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges, like digging for treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. That's right. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it now for free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! Hey friends, if you've ever been in the market for a new home, you know home shopping can be a lot. There's so much you don't know and so much you need to know. Like, what are the neighborhoods like? What are the schools like? Who is the agent who knows the listing or neighborhood the best? And why can't all this information just be in one place? Yeah, well, now it is, everybody, on homes.com. They've got everything you need to know about the listing itself, but even better. 
They've got comprehensive neighborhood guides and detailed reports about local schools. And their agent directory helps you see the agent's current listings and sales history. Homes.com collaboration tools make it easier than ever to share all this information with your family. It's a whole cul-de-sac of home shopping information, all at your fingertips. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Uh, what's the famous quote, Chuck? Don't don't try it, Jake. This is Gib Town. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think I got the first part right. No, you didn't. Uh, Jake, Jake, <laughs> stop, stop. This is Gib Town. Don't do it. I think it's, uh, hey, Gib Town, I'm walking here. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's from Midnight Cowboy, right? Uh, Midnight Cowboy, yes, that is. Mm-hmm. Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. Rat nice. Rizzo. <laughs> nice work. Yeah. So back to Gibtown. Uh, this town, by like we said, by the 1960s was booming with carnival folk. Mm-hmm. Uh, they loved living there. It was a, a kind of a lovely community for them. And we mentioned earlier that they sometimes found love. Uh, we we mentioned the uh, the tall man and the short lady who traveled as the world's strangest married couple. It's actually a very sweet story. Yeah, like he was over eight feet tall, Chuck, and she. Uh, not having any legs was about two and a half feet tall, and him at the knees. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Um, maybe like mid shin, actually. Who knows? No, it was knee. I, I saw a picture. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, there you go. So um, the Tomainis they toured as the world's strangest married couple, and they actually they um, had kids too, and their their daughter. Uh, remembered that they would, you know, leave for the summer and go make some money and come back to to Gibtown and and uh, run the fish camp, Giants Fish Camp, which is one of the places that uh, that they owned, which was very legendary, but apparently isn't there anymore. No, there is a memorial there now. I watched a couple of short uh, YouTube videos about Gibtown, mm-hmm. and you know there are still remnants of, uh, and there are still some performers. About two hundred carnival people still live there, but. There are little remnants of that past world every now and then. You'll see some broken down old rusted rides in like a vacant lot or uh, maybe a themed restaurant that's closed down. So Gibtown's about 45 miles from Sarasota, which is where the Ringling Brothers Barnum and Bailey Circus winters. Mm-hmm. So I think it was, and we've talked about Florida in general having sort of circus stuff. Mm-hmm. In general, so I think it all just sort of made sense, right? Um, and I I don't know why Gibtown. I think it was just that the Tomainis happened to to set up shop there and found that the the people were tolerant and friendly, and it just kind of spread from there. So it had the heyday from I'd say the 30s till maybe the 80s or so. And um, this article from How Stuff Works points out that there were sideshows in operation pre-Lollapalooza sideshows, like the real deal, right. <laughs> um, into the 80s. And um, although they they really kind of started to decline by like the 30s and 40s, people were like, this seems exploitive. And people said, well, right. it probably is. Um, but let's not ask the performers. Let's just decide for them. Uh, but finally, in 1990, the Americans with Disabilities Act was passed. And all of a sudden, you know, working in a sideshow was not the only place you could get a job if you had some sort of um, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Physical uh, malady? Abnormality, maybe? 
Yeah, I'm not sure the right way to say that these days. I'm not either, but <laughs> if you were a sideshow performer, you could now get a job anywhere thanks to the ADA. That's right, which is great. Um, the Lobster Boy, as he was known, Grady Styles, uh, he was known as the Lobster Boy because, and here's the deal, and we talked about this in the Sideshow Performer uh, podcast mm-hmm. episode, is that you got into these things because you were born with a condition almost invariably. And uh, they would give you a name like Lobster Boy when, in fact, you had a real-life condition. Uh, which which one was that? Ectrodactyly. Right, where it appears like you have two fingers only that sort of look like claws. It looks a lot like lobster claws, actually. Yeah, and uh, Justin Bieber's wife actually has a form of this because she has a, a pinky that is um, sort of misshapen, and she has just come out and said, all right, let's look and talk it, look at it and talk about it because her. Here, here it is. Uh, but he actually was a terrible person. Yeah, I and, saw that uh, too. He was murdered. He was an abusive alcoholic. He killed his first wife and was sentenced to home incarceration because there was no prison that could care for him. Wait, was uh, he killed his – no, I think he killed his oh, no, daughter's no, fiancé. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, daughter's fiancé, home incarcerated, quit drinking, got married again, started drinking again. And allegedly, he was either knocked off by a carny for fifteen hundred bucks, paid for by his current wife, mm-hmm. or uh, the neighbor just came over and took care of business because they knew what a bad guy he was. Yeah, I, I think like he he was paid from what I saw, like that that amount of money. I didn't see any other alternate theories, but yeah, he shot him twice in the head, and he died like sitting in his chair. Um, yeah, he wasn't a very good guy from what I saw either. No. So not, uh, not to you know not to trash his name. But, no, but <laughs> you know, the, but that was like the big scandal in Gibtown. For the most part, it was like a really peaceful, happy place where if you were a sideshow performer, like you could go feel at home and be yourself. And one of the cutest things that I saw was that um, another couple that found love, um, Priscilla the monkey girl, who had hypertrichosis, which was um, she had like a full head of hair, like a hairdo as an yeah. infant, and it just kept going from there. She had a beard. Um, she was, like, just had tons of hair. Um, she married Emmett the Alligator Skin Man, who had a, a healthy case of ichthyosis, which is thick, scaly skin all over your body. And they were married uh, for so long that they had their 50th wedding anniversary at a local club, the Showman's Club there, That's back great. in 1988. Isn't that the cutest thing? It is. And I love the idea of Gibtown that these people came together yeah. um, on the outskirts of society. And now uh, hipsters are moving there, apparently. Yeah. That's the least surprising part of this entire episode. <laughs> That's right. Uh, one other thing if you want to see something very cute, go look up a baby photo of Priscilla the Monkey Girl. She was adorable. Agreed. Um, well, that's it for short stuff, everybody. Short stuff is out. Stuff You Should Know is a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.